Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ben and Chris Talk Football. I am Chris. I am Ben. And we are here to bring you our opinions on the news, notes, and happenings from around the NFL. And, man, I know something happened this weekend was not so good, for me at least. Right. Not only did you trounce me correct, in our fantasy playoff game, it wasn't even close. My team did okay, but just everyone you picked just went off, and it was... Not everybody. I'm not. I'm not a poor sport. You know, well played. Good luck next week. Yeah. Uh, but man, I'm like Peyton Manning early in his career. Like I'm great in the regular season. The minute the playoffs hit, just not the same guy. So I mean, he did win too. So before I'm done playing fantasy football, I have another you're, one coming. You're definitely gonna win. I win another one, but Your defense will carry you. Yeah, which I'm okay with as long yeah, as at one point in 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 the next four to five years. Your defense will carry you throughout the season. I mean, I sure hope I'm playing fantasy for more than five more years. Otherwise, it's a problem. Well, but I'm just saying. That's that's okay. That's to worry about. Eventually, you're going to have to hang him up. Yeah. No, I'm good. All the great ones. I'm like, I'm like Tom Brady. I'm playing until I'm 70. Hey, father time always wins. <laughs> Undefeated, yeah. Uh, and so, uh, speaking of fantasy this weekend, uh, Banker right. Tank did not go well for me either. When 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 I say you tanked, you tanked on your bank, man. Oh for three. I did. But I took I look, we were tasked to take big chances. We were. And I did. And I believe those chances could possibly come true or could possibly work out. They didn't, obviously. But, you know, I put it out there. Yeah. I mean I I I, I like my picks. I mean, Ryan and Kamara. For tanks, I think that's a statement to go that far. And Robinson was definitely a a risk because he's he's screwed me in the past when I yeah chose for tank yeah. And what happens? He beat me. My biggest disappointment was Deshaun Watson and Michael Thomas. If it wasn't for garbage time, oh, you had it with Deshaun Watson. I had that one peg. You would have had a three and zero on on tank. Yeah, and I was. I mean, I didn't get it, and I know garbage time. It's still part of the. It's still part of the game. It's yep. part of the sixty minutes on the clock. I'm not making excuses. It it, it still counts. It's a loss, but man, I was just I I was watching points add up, and I'm like, come on, come on, I got this one. And then especially Michael Thomas wasn't for that last touchdown. He was somewhat held in check most of the day, and then they hit that touchdown, and I'm, I'm that's it. All right, great, okay. Yeah. It it and it it stinks. It does. I mean, I, I wouldn't have thought they would just use Philip Dorsett as a go deep and get a PI call, but that's what they did. Yeah, because you know, God knows their offense is moving so fluidly that they don't need to use all possible weapons. <laughs> right. But that's another story. Um, I think we need to recognize the participants. Absolutely. Of this week's. Of all the negatives that happened from a football perspective to me this weekend, that was not one of them. It was good to see some participation. Uh, Did you expect more? I mean, I'm not not trying to call anybody out or anything like that, but I, I, you know. There's a couple people. There was a lot of people who who were, you know, urging us to do that and didn't participate in any fashion. A little disappointing, but hopefully, hopefully. This week, after we you know select our our players or and I tank, call them out again, yeah they'll they'll come out and uh, I think calling out's a little harsh. We're not trying to be too aggressive here. I mean we're not you know no, but if you're gonna if you're gonna be one of those people that make statements about choices you make on Banker Tank or your opinions, like well, put yourself out there. Yeah, no, and I agree. That's what happens. Yeah, but I, I want to recognize right now. Um, 
the gentleman that actually um, caused us to do this, uh, John, uh, he actually came in second this week. He was two and one on his uh, banks and his one and two on his tanks. Well, then I must have come in third, right? No. Uh, um, that's we a downer. Had, we had two people come in um, third place. Uh, that was uh, Joyce and Mike. Uh, they were both actually had the same record one and two on banks one and two on tanks so then I, I came in fourth you came in a fourth place and there's plenty I mean, of people plenty of people who did worse than me right if you want to technically say it it actually technically is fifth okay because we the math the way the math so, works you technically go fifth but there's a lot of people who did far worse than me right that was all that was it that's so why was i'm saying that we should have more so that, that was, way that was that way, you know, we can have people go zero and six, and I'll actually, right, you know, right. I mean, you would have had someone would need to go on zero and six for you not to bring up the rear. But man, uh, bold picks. There was a lot of bold picks this week. Um, I like what they were doing because that was the spirit of it. Absolutely, bold picks. Yep. Some good calls uh, out there. Someone might go on and say that I didn't make as bold of picks, but. This week is a new week. Um, we're going to try again, and yeah. uh, we'll uh, we'll put it out there again on uh, the next episode when we do our banker tank. We'll definitely engage with people and see what they want to do. Um, I would put it out there right now. Start working on it now. Start working um, to to build your choices, and then when we put it out there, and you see. Some of the, some of your choices already picked, then you'd be ready to choose some other people. But yeah, just because we just do it doesn't mean you can't you you can't join in because then we'll we'll give you props. Yeah, we encourage every week. It's a lot of fun, you know, to get on and and, and make your selections and challenge us and talk a little trash and have some fun with it. Yeah, and uh, you know we'll you know we want to keep doing this. And we want you know hopefully it grows and more and more people participate, and then maybe. Maybe some point in the future, if we get enough people doing it, there'll be some kind of prize right. or or um, some form of recognition in some way besides mentioning it here. You know what I'm going to do? Shoot. To those people who did better than me this week, when they're making their picks this week, I'm going to have a cameraman there yeah, filming them making their picks. That way I have a leg up. Well, I mean, that's, that's it's cheating. Well, I mean... You know, it seems to be the talk of the league. Not, mind you, not the piss-poor officiating. No. Which has been happening all season, not just to the Patriots. It's been happening all year. It cost the Lions. Clearly, it cost the Lions a game earlier in the season. Yes, it did. It has hurt multiple teams. There's multiple fan bases out there that are screaming on top of their lungs. It's amazing to me that... Sunday was three of the worst calls I've seen in a long time. And for anybody out there that goes, hey, you know, stop crying. You're te- you know, the Patriots won a lot. Don't want this and that. I'm not crying about the loss. The Patriots played poorly for three quarters. Correct. They did not take advantage of opportunities. They lost that game because they didn't get the job done when they could. However, it's not okay, regardless of what team it is, for official and the Patriots have had plenty of calls go in their favor over the years. True. No doubt. But it's not okay for the officials to be the topic of conversation after the game because of how poorly they performed. Any game, any team. I don't care if it's the Jets 
playing the Buccaneers on a game that doesn't matter in Week 16. I'm mean, just a for instance. Yeah. You, you, they're there for a reason. Yes, they are. And I'm not sure what that reason is, but yes, they're there for a reason. It's not to make things more confusing. It's not to be the topic of conversation because of how poorly you performed. It's to call the game the way the rules dictate. Yep. Like, I, I, it also is funny to me, too, that after there is clear, clear, just blown calls, the next day, all of a sudden, a bigger story breaks, and that's under the rug. Right. I mean, that is there. There is a little bit of um, suspicion there that all of a sudden there's a bigger story than looking at these refs and just saying, "What are you doing?" And the NFL did come out and say that after the season, they're going to do a top-down review. Uh huh. Why would you not do this on a regular basis, anyways? And they're going to make it, you know, transparent, right? Oh, I'm sure. Everything, everything with the NFL is transparent. I mean, just like they. We're going to test the balls after every game. Yeah. After the season, after the Patriots were charged with deflate. Yeah. And they were going to write everything down. Quote deflate gate, unquote. And they were going to, they were going to analyze if it's actually true that the balls deflate in cold air. Because they did that, right? Which anyone who has ever operated a vehicle or anything that has air in it. And lives anywhere, I don't know. I'd say north of uh, yeah, north uh, of the, New Jersey. Yeah. We'll be able to tell you it's true. Now, a lot of those people won't because they hate the Patriots. Right. But the reality of it is you get in your car, the tire's pressure is a lot lower than after you drive for a while. Correct. But I'm just presenting facts here. Don't don't let that get in your way of your opinion. But to, to, to answer that question, no, they didn't. They didn't record the numbers because they said that at, after the end of the season, no, we didn't record it. We didn't intend to. So they're they lied. Yes, but it's them, so it's okay. It's okay. So just like they're going to do the top to bottom fixing of the refs. Yeah, let's hope that they install Sean Payton's idea, the three man booth. Oh yeah, because let's hope they do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you asked me a question there, and I neglected to answer it yeah, because I'm a little fired up. Yeah, go ahead. I'm a little fired up mm-hmm. because I once again, because of something that should be a non-story, correct, have to sit here and defend my team. Now, and they're making it very difficult too. What's that? They're making it very difficult. Yes, they're not making it easy. Not because I think they actually did anything. Let me clarify. Yeah. For those that don't know, who've Which... been living under a rock or just have been busy, because it only happened, it only broke yesterday. Right. People may not have heard. We don't have a breaking news drop, so Sorry. just have to deal with my voice saying it. Allegedly, the Patriots employee, contracted employee, uh, guy who's in charge I of filming their a, TV department, I don't a know. A third-party filming crew is what it's Okay, third-party filming crew. Yes was spotted at the Cincinnati Bengals and Cleveland Browns game mm-hmm. in Cleveland. Correct. On Sunday. Correct. Allegedly filming the Bengals sideline. I think at this point we can eliminate alleging 
and it's been reported by multiple sources. Okay. Because I can't get a real fact on this. Because you have your people, and we all know who they are. Correct. Who, no matter what the Patriots do, they're guilty. That's it. So they saw this independent third-party cameraman, a, a whatever. Bengal, the ba- a Bengals, Bengals employee. Employee, yes, saw it. Somehow is the only one that spotted him in the press box. Yes. Even though he was wearing credentials, had the camera. The Cleveland Browns knew he was there. An opposing team who, by the way, coached was coached by Bill Belichick before he coached the Patriots. Yes. I know Belichick made some stops in between. Right, he did. But so this is a team that has no love for the Patriots. They knew he was there. Other team officials knew he was there. Yeah, I don't know if there, I don't know if there's really any animosity between the Browns and Bill. He always kind of harpens back to that being where he got his start. Although the ownership is different because that ownership is technically part of would have been technically part of the Baltimore Ravens. But maybe, yeah. maybe not, you know, terrible. Not like but, Jets Patriots, but. but it's it's a competitor inside the inside the conference. It seems like procedures were done correctly between the Patriots and the Browns. Where I say, and we talked about this even before we started taping here. Yeah. The problem is you're gonna you're gonna have your people from every every camp. You'll have your diehard Patriots fans. Ben and I are, but we're also realistic. Correct. Your fans who are going to say, no, they didn't do anything no matter what. And you're going to have your people who have already jumped on the suspend and destroy Belichick's reputation. For some reason, uh, kick Tom Brady out of the league. I have no idea what that's about. That's he doesn't from. hold the camera, but whatever. Let's just be angry for no reason. And before any facts came out, Everybody already had their minds made up and had their opinions. Correct. Now, I want to clarify, I don't blame fans for that. Because you and I are Red Sox fans. And before 2004, what's the one thing we love more than anything? Hating the Yankees. Hating the Yankees and watching them lose because they always won and we were sick of it. Right. I get it. From a fan's perspective, if you're a fan of the Dolphins or the Bills or the Giants or the Jets or any other team just tired of seeing the Patriots win. Right. I get it. Anything that can be negative, you're going to jump on and latch onto and love it. Right. Don't blame you. Not criticizing you. I've been there. It's the media and all these reporters. Well, I in quotations. Yeah. And all these, you know, a, a certain boxing analyst who all of a sudden had an opinion on Tom Brady who thinks he's, you know, the toast of the town, wants to run his mouth all the time. I'm not even saying his damn name. I don't recognize him. But. He wants to go on, and oh, they're they're automatically guilty and scream and yell and shout from the rooftops. Look, Ben and I aren't going to do that. We, we don't. We don't, we weren't there. No. We don't know. We're going to go on logic and what we sincerely believe, just from common sense. Right. My opinion, since I'm already rambling here, I'll just get mine out. Yeah, just keep going. <laughs> you can go. Go. Belichick is too smart for this. On two sides. He's too smart to actually tape them again because he knows the consequences. He knows if he's caught how screwed he is. Oh, it, it's, it, it'll be ugly. On the other side, he's too smart. I say that against him. You're too smart to even have this happen. 
Why? You said it best before we started taping. Have a league official there. If you informed the Browns you were going to be there, tell the league. I just don't understand why we why we why we why you couldn't. I don't I don't care. I don't care that they're a third party videotaping crew. I don't care that they're doing do your job forty seven, which yeah they can stop I'm, at any I'm time over now. that. Yeah, we don't, nobody cares. I don't care that you're filming a scout for this ridiculous program. You took the effort to communicate with the Cleveland Browns because why did you do that? Because you wanted them to know in their stadium, hey, this is what we're doing, dot, dot, dot. This is what we plan to do, dot, 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 dot. Why you wouldn't tell the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah, exactly. Why you wouldn't you wouldn't send a memo to the league office to say, hey, we have contacted the Cleveland Browns. They have agreed to let us do this on this game. What and and if if the league had any opinion on it, and said, no, we don't want you to do this, or okay, but we have like you said, we have a league official. You yeah, have a league official with them. That way, there's or, no question. Or you have to have a Bengals and Cleveland Browns personnel there with you watching it, so that there's nothing suspicious going exactly. on. Exactly. So that. No accidental angle happens. So that when you start recording, you can have them look at it and say, is this okay for us to record? Yes. You know the stigma of your team. And yet, you don't do that. You know what's going to happen if the, it, wait, exactly what happened now if this came out. Right. And now, now we're where are we at because we decided to just only contact the Cleveland Browns, not the Cincinnati Bengals, not the NFL league office. I could even get over not contacting the Bengals. You should have contacted the league office. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. If you had, if you had just told the league, and then they knew, and you sent the memo to Goodell or something, and said, "Hey, we're doing this," like you said, send the league official. Y'all can watch the tape when we're done. Right. A tape, by the way, that they handed over without a fight. Correct. This wasn't. This isn't. Like with the whole the, the first time around, where uh, the first deflate gate, which by the way, and I want to clear something up about that. The first Be- spy gate, you mean? Oh yeah, the first spy gate. Yeah, I get that. The, the second deflate gate's coming anytime. Trust me, yeah. they're they're gonna they're gonna nail them to the wall for everything. Yep. They they know where Hoff was buried too. Um, and it wasn't a meteor that took out the dinosaurs. It was Belichick. Okay, good. Clear that up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, there's no facts for it, but we don't need facts anymore. Nope. The first spy gate. Everybody from Ladanian Tomlinson and 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 uh, what was his name? Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk and the guy from Donovan McNabb can oh, sit yeah. there and cry all they want about. Uh, look, you never performed in big situations when you had to. No matter what team you were playing, so don't act like the Patriots only beat you because you were some stud on the field who couldn't be stopped. You sucked when it mattered most, all, right. all the time, all of you. That's why you have no rings. Well, Falk has a ring, but. Stop. Just stop. You make yourself look stupid and bitter and angry. The thing about that, that you're not going to get from anybody else, and by all means, please look this up. What the Patriots did was only legal starting that season. It was not uncommon practice to send somebody to the opposing team in tape practices and walkthroughs. It was literally camera positioning 
Yeah. And timing. Right. And hey, look, if they did something that was against the rule, Belichick knows the rules better than anybody. So if he was just pissy about it being you couldn't do it anymore, and he decided to do it when he knew he couldn't, right? Then you're gonna get you're gonna get in trouble, and that's that, right? But for everybody to sit there and act like this is the only team that does this, if the Jacksonville Jaguars get caught doing this tomorrow, it's not a story in three weeks. It's done. It's a week. It's an investigation. The right. league hands down their verdict, and that's it. Does it happen in Denver? Yeah, it happened in Denver. Nobody knows about it. Unfortunately, with Josh McDaniels. Yeah. And so yes, you can say, well, look. Josh McDaniels came from the Belichick yeah. coaching brief. Okay, but guess what? They tried to do it, and guess what? It failed. They got punished. Move on. You don't. Where Where is it here? Where is it here? Not nothing. Nowhere. So, I get it. It happened. We recognize it happened. We can. We can discuss Deflategate on another day. I don't want to get into that because that's just. Uh, a rabbit hole that will go down for an hour. Because Tom Brady's evil and science right. isn't real. This this one, you, you, you know Godell is not going to let us up. He is going to investigate. He's going to find out what Bill knows, which he probably already knows what he, Bill knows because Bill made a statement, which honestly there's a lot more words there than what he usually says on stuff. Yeah. That's, find that's out. actually a motion from Bill Belichick, right. what he you're, said, yeah. You're going to find out what Robert knows. You're going to find out what Jonathan knows. You're going to sit down with these this film crew and that scout, and you're going to have a grilling four-hour, five-hour interview, which by all means, go ahead and do it. Absolutely. Find the answer. Sure. Find out if this tape was going to go to the Patriots after the game. And then make your judgment. Because here's the thing. We need to be fans and we enjoy seeing them win. We don't want to deal with this. I don't want to sit here every no. five years and discuss some s- stupidity. Like, I'm sure the Saints fans did not want to deal with Gate. Because now every time there's a uh, – every single time there's a, uh, you know, roughing the passer or something, it's, oh, there go the Saints again. Right. Or Greg if It has followed Greg Williams – throughout his career everywhere he goes and everywhere just like in cleveland the way the players have been playing this year who was the d coordinator last year yeah greg williams who where is he at right now i think he's in um washington i'm pretty sure he's in washington okay so it's it's following his career does it suck yeah it sucks for him but he did it spygate 1.0 1.0 is not going to leave Bill Belichick because it was found. He did what he did. Because right, I mean, this exactly. needs to be sussed out. And if in the end he knew he was going to get the information, it's not going to be pretty. And 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 again, as as great a football mind as I think Belichick is, and as much of a student of the game as he is. If, like you said, if they have legitimate evidence and proof, not not something some talking head says on NFL Network or ESPN, real proof, he's got to go. That's it. He he, he he's, has to. He's done. Not like, only is uh, he done, McDaniel's is done. Yeah, McDaniel's. They're going to tell that entire coaching staff from the top down to get out of there. I think there's I think there's going to be some leeway with some newer people. 
But you think you think because Steve Belichick is kind of climbing the the ranks. You think he's going to get a job anywhere in the league? I think he's been doing. He's th- been on this team. He's been on this coaching staff for the past ten years. I think. Oh, McDaniel's not Belichick. You mean McDaniel? I mean, I'm talking about Steve Belichick. Oh, Steve. Oh, uh, yeah, his son. Yeah, who's been on this team? This this coaching staff for at least the past ten years. I think he could. I think he's going to have a stink on him. Possibly, but like, I mean, it's just a, such an unfortunate situation. Like you yeah. said, if they contact a league official and tell them. This is a, this is a non-story. Then there's there's a chain of information that it is proven, and and if the Bengals question it, then the league can say, "Here's the information yes. that was transmitted prior to the game." Right. And do I want to believe that the league would say, "Oh, Cincinnati, by the way, the Patriots are going to be doing this videotaping in the press box." With the with with the scout for this reason, I would think the league would do that. I would think I would have thought the Browns would have done it, but clearly they didn't do it. I think the thing that'll be interesting is if this uh, independent third party photographer videotape or whatever did actually. Record like an entire quarter of. No, they did eight minutes. Eight minutes. Okay, it was eight, eight minutes. minutes of. We're talking real time minutes, not game minutes, right? Does anybody really know that yet? I mean, is it? No, is it, it, it's it's. It's in one of the stories I. I would assume it would be like real life minutes, it, not just football it's minutes. Eight, I think it's real eight real life minutes of, shot on the coach. Because it's 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 up it's it's in on a coach doing sand doing signals. And then it's a pan. It's a pan out to the field. It's literally looking at s- signals, panning out to see what the defense is set up. If I got that as a head coach, D coordinator, I can see what the hand signals are and what the play is. So yes, you can gather information. Sure. You, Bill Bill can shine it up all he wants. If that if that information is correct, then yes, you can see the hand signals to what play it is. I get they transmit it over the radio, but whatever hand signals they can get, if they catch it during the game and they can see what it is going on, then they can get some hints on defensive hand signals, and they can relay that to Tom. But the biggest question is, has anybody besides the league actually seen this video yet? Uh, Do we really know what's on there? Undisclosed Bengals scout saw it. Yeah, so you're talking some bottom of the barrel guy who just happens to be staring at the at the Browns press box, looked right. up and saw this nefarious. Because I'm sure, I'm sure, being for the Patriots, this guy was wearing a trench coat and looked sketchy as hell, right? Absolutely. Like there was no way he was just a regular everyday guy with a camera. So, the, so the 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 what transpired was the scout alerted a Cincinnati executive who then alerted NFL security and then security spoke with the Patriot staffer and obtained the video. That's, that's what I have from uh, NFL.com. So NFL security made absolutely no effort to first contact Cleveland and see if that guy was approved to be there. There's just a lot wrong with this. It's a lot wrong on both sides. Absolutely. No, no, I'm not clearing. I'm not saying the Patriots didn't do anything. I don't know. All I'm saying is there's just so much here to hash out. It's just a shame. It, 
I get tired of dealing with this. Yeah. To be completely honest with you, after Spygate won, when, by the way, they didn't win the Super Bowl that year. So, why did good that did them, apparently, because that gave them the key to the city and they didn't win anyways. After that, there was a, a couple years stretch, man. I, I, I really, I very, very uh, casually followed football. I was so done with it. I was tired. I was tired of defending my team from everybody from every angle. Yeah. It's like we can't we can't be, just be fans. But these same people will praise Jerry Rice, who has on multiple occasions admitted to using stick to using stickum on his hands. Yep. Oh, he's only a receiver. That's only going to help him do the one thing he needs to do. But that's okay. No problem. Aaron Rodgers the great Aaron Rodgers has admitted to overinflating footballs. Yes, he has. Eli admitted to underinflating them. Nobody knows about that. Those are all reports you can go out and find. And this, and this you can was, Google that. And this, and this was all caused, I forget what year it was. And I didn't want to go down this rabbit hole, but it was early 2000s where Eli, a uh, Peyton, Peyton and Tom wanted the rule in place that they could scuff up the ball and have it the way they like it yes. for the game. Like pitchers in baseball. So that they can have it. Well, pitchers in baseball, they want clean balls. But if you go back to the... But I'm saying the way they want to have it. Right. Like if you go back to the 80s and, and 70s, they're scuffing it, they're cutting it, they're doing all that stuff because they want it. They want the all that extra to gripping. But Tom, Tom and Peyton were the fore, forefront of, of getting a rule in place so that the week leading up to the game, they could scuff the balls. That's why you see in the games, you'll see the K-ball come out. The K-ball is a kicking ball, and it's only used to kick off or punt or do extra points or field goals because once it's, once it's done with that, it goes right back to the, the ball boy and they put it away for the next use for only those purposes. Who, by the way, during a game is a league-appointed person. Yes. Not team. Just throwing that out there. Anyways, you know what? We've been on this for quite some time. Yeah, we have. Should probably move on to the next topic. This won't be the last we'll talk about this because there will be more to come out, um, and we could end up looking like idiots or be right. We'll see. Time will tell. I mean, we'll just we'll, we'll have to see what happens. I don't like leaving up to what we'll see. you got to let the league investigate. Yes. Let them do their their job because they're not going to take this lightly. No. And here's the thing. If they come out, just my closing sentiment, yeah. if they come out and say there's nothing there, you know there's nothing there. Because they want to hammer them. Because they, they want to hang them up against the wall. They under – some think they under punish them for Spygate. And some say – and then in, on Deflategate, they got extra hammered because they were yeah. light on them, even though they lost the first-round pick and – it cost them two hundred and I think it was two fifty. Uh five no, five hundred. And a first round pick. Um, for which one? For uh Spygate. Oh, okay. But they'll they'll hammer him. They will hammer him if there's even a whiff that they were gonna get that tape before the Bengals game. Well, there's no question about it. Let's move on to another topic and we're going to discuss some different coaches here. Sure. Coach of the Year candidates who yep. I'm sure have never, ever in their life 
done anything wrong and are just model citizens and never look for a competitive advantage. Everything by the book. Everything by the book. They use their left and right turn signals. They're just model civilians. Pod six inches away from All right, the, enough, uh, enough sarcasm and, and, and passive aggressiveness for me. Right. Let's, get, let's get back on it. Sorry for the rant there, folks, but I love my team, and I. We'll circle, either way, you get tired of dealing with it. We'll circle back around to it. Yeah. So, your mind right now. Yep. It's an argument to be made for quite a few people. There is. I have, a, I have a clear opinion on who my coach of the year is. Who's your guy? Mine's Mike Tomlin. Yeah, me too. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, we didn't discuss this no, before. No, not at all. Didn't um, even mention it. I wanted to, but I think we I think we wanted to keep it um genuine um surprise. Cuz we we probably thought we were going to pick different I thought you would have picked somebody else and you probably thought I would have picked somebody yeah. else. I think the clear decision is Mike Conlon because he lost his starting quarterback and then he went to a backup and then he went to his backup's backup who's an undrafted rookie. Um you have the dilemma or the 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 issue incident against Cleveland that caused you to lose one, I think one, yeah, one of your offensive linemen for a game or two and kind of caused some discord in the league a little bit. Uh, But you, he's, he's now got the stones to say, just because we drafted Mason Rudolph in the, third round last year I believe it was you saw what you saw um that first next next game after uh the Browns the first Browns game and you said nope we're gonna go with um Hodges and now we're going with Hodges you're eight and five you're in the playoff yeah in the playoffs you're in the playoffs season ended today and I don't think the no the Ravens did clinch their division correct Ravens I believe did yes I believe they cleansed their division so that's locked up but you can still get the higher wild card spot absolutely because you're you're actually you're you're not out of the woods yet because the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans are both eight and five so you're still you're you're in the picture right now but you can't you can't sit pretty like a couple teams in the uh, NFC can. They can take a hit or two. Well, I mean, they're still. I, I mean, they can that, take a yeah. hit or two, but they can't just sit there. They can't sit there in one game and say, oh, we. Nope, you got to. In the AFC, you got to play play it out because it's basically. I think, and it's going to be between. Three spots are going to be between four teams because the Texans and the Titans are still fighting for the division and then you got the bills the steelers and the titans fighting for a wild card i think the patriots will eventually win their division because they'll have cincinnati um, this weekend and then they have the big matchup against the bills the following weekend i think they'll clinch their division next next weekend and then it'll just be the bills with nine and four record currently and they'll probably get 11 I want to say maybe 10 so if they get 10 wins now the Steelers have to hold serve because they're just neck and neck with the Titans so I just think it, it he deserves even if he doesn't make the playoffs which I think he will he deserves a title over and my I guess it would be the top four choices 
uh, would be Tomlin, Harbaugh, Aaron's, Arians, and uh, Peyton. And you got to throw a variable in there. I mean, I, you this make, team was dead in the water with you Marcus can make Mariota. It, you can make an argument for Vrabel. They were dead in the water with Marcus I still think it's Tomlin. But, yeah. I mean, the other names you listed, Harbaugh, he's done, you know, fine. I, th- I think why I put Harbaugh in there is he, he as they said it, as they stated at the beginning of the season, when the, when the new year, league year started, they said him, GM, owner, OC, they sat down and said, are we going to go with this kid? Because if we are, we have to change the whole construct of our offense. Build it around him. To build it, build it around him. And you needed the OC to buy into that. And you needed all the players around him. And you needed to invest that money into Mark Ingram because you don't, you didn't have the running back to Support sustain this yeah. offense. I'm sorry, Gus Edwards. You're not the answer. Justice Hill wasn't the answer as a rookie. You needed him. Aaron's, I think, what he's done with <laughs> with Winston, it's amazing he's gotten six wins, and he could end the season 500, which would be astun- astonishing. And Peyton, the period of time he didn't have Droopy, um, was it four or five games? And they Yeah, I want to say it was five. Yeah. And they just... Undefeated with Bridgewater. Right. So, I just think Tomlin has had more adversi- adversity... Not only that, no Bell, no AB. Juju has not played as a number oh, one, yeah, and he's lost him for multiple weeks. Multiple rookies on on in the second in um, defense, and then you you go all in when you're third or fourth in the division. Well, no, probably third because Bengals. Yeah, but at one point you were third in the division. I know exactly what you're going to say, and you you say. We're going to go all in this year, and we'll have him for following years, but we're going to go all in and go get Mika Fitzpatrick. Yeah. yeah. When they made that trade, I was like, what the hell? I mean, obviously they're building for the future, but okay, whatever. And now and now, yeah, he's a, he, he transformed that defense. Yes. And you have to take him seriously. It's a different defense than we saw in New England opening night. You can't shake a stick. You can't shake a stick at the Pittsburgh Steelers because you have a quarterback and a wide receiver – that played together in college. You have an offense that's getting players back, and you have this defense that's playing so well. So you, I think he's the front runner at this point, and he'll cement it when he gets a clinch the playoff berth. I think I think now it's a toss up between him and Vrabel. I give it to him, uh, Tomlin. Not yeah. just him. I give it to Tomlin. Just because of the reason you just mentioned. The other names on your list, like you said, Harbaugh. He's done great, done a fine job. Yeah. You know, he believed in his team. They went all in on, on Lamar Jackson. But he had a lot of talent there to begin with. Yeah. And they only got better in the offseason. Bruce Arians, while he's done some good work with Jameis, Jameis is still leading the universe in interceptions. And he has not looked great. He's not, not the future of that team. And they're not in playoff pitcher either. No. Sean Payton, I mean – yeah, he lost Drew Brees, and they put Bridgewater in, and that's a, that's a great job. But that team has immense talent, and and he got them back, and they're making a playoff push. Yeah, so Tomlin, it's, it's why it Tomlin gets it because he lost his star quarterback right week two, and has somehow pieced together an eight and five season. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is is a hundred percent 
know, you, you come into the year. I was kind of half joking last year when I said, watch Antonio Brown not be on this team next two season. Right. Didn't know that would even be in the game. We'll imagine that, right? But okay, so you got two years ago, Le'Veon Bell, that whole situation. Yep. Doesn't play. Nothing to do with this season. Fine. But you have to find an alternative, and you get James Conner, who appears to be injury prone. So you have James Conner to start the season. You're not going to have Antonio Brown. Okay, well, you got Juju Smith-Schuster, who was a stud last year. Right. So you got Juju, you got Connor, and you still got the veteran future Hall of Fame leadership of Ben Roethlisberger. And then Ben Roethlisberger goes down. Right. And then Connor gets hurt for, like, the first of, like, three times this season. And then Juju has not been Juju at all. He's been a ghost of himself. And you got to wonder if that's he can't be the 1A or if it's a game plan thing. I don't know. We'll find out next year. And he's also been having some injuries. Yes. I think he's a super talented receiver, but he may need some help. Right. To still be 8-5, and five, know your, your your future Hall of Fame quarterback is not coming back this year. You don't – you just – you're patchworking that offense together week to week. Yeah. You're on your third quarterback, and you're 8-5. and five, And you're in the playoffs if the season ended today. Yeah. And I am not a Mike Tomlin fan. But he's doing. I'm he, not. He's but he's doing, doing. You couldn't ask him to do more. He's. This team is rallied around him. They believe in him. And you know he had some hand. I mean, I know he's not the GM. But he has to have some hand in going to get Fitzpatrick. Oh, he has to. As long as a tenure as he's had there with the success he's had there, you know he has to have at least a little bit of input, even if he's not the guy making the decision. Right. So, like you said, they go all in, they get Fitzpatrick. You know, Devin Bush and T.J. Watt, and they got some real players on that defense, and that offense is doing enough. And, you know, from time to time, they even show a spark of, you know, not only say greatness, but being really solid. Well, they're also they're also letting Hodges, because I'm not going to go I'm, – I'm sorry. I'm, I'm tired of the – Duck Hodges. I'm tired of it. I don't know how he got that nickname. Oh, he was, he was a champion duck He was duck a champion caller, right? duck yeah. caller. I know there was a thing, but good for him. You know, um, you're going to do something, be good at it. They're letting him – they're releasing him to let just – Hey, wing it. Wing it. And that was smart because what do they have to lose? They don't. Nothing. And you have a connection with with James Washington because you played together. Deontay Johnson clearly has potential. Mm -hmm. Juju, when he comes in and out, hopefully he can support. And you're trying to piece it together with Jalen Samuels, Benny Snell Jr., and James Connors in the backfield. It's working – to a degree, I guess, implementing the whatever tight end they can get their hands on. Um, it's it's I think it's mostly on deep passes by Hodges when he takes when the when they see the opportunity, and the defense just putting them in a position to score easily, and they have a good kicker, and it is tough to kick in Pittsburgh. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Any kicker goes oh, into absolutely. Pittsburgh. You don't know it. It'll screw with you. I don't remember which which end of the stadium it is, but there's one end that just gives – even even, their, even Pittsburgh's own kicker who can kick there any time and practices there can, I mean, have a lot of problems with it, even with, with a little bit of wind. Just, right. the way the, just the way the wind blows in that stadium is, is crazy. So, but yeah. I Like, right now, they would be going to Kansas City. Do, do you really think that they're going to get blown out? Because I don't. I don't. I'll I tell you what, man. If the Patriots end up 
having to have Pittsburgh come to New England, that first that that first playoff week, the way the Patriots offense has been struggling, I'm worried. Because you know Mika Fitzpatrick, Mika has, I want to say, three games against Tom, two last year, and I think one this year before he got traded. No, he, he was, uh, I don't know if it's three. He's got at least two games against Tom, so he's got some, he's seen him. I think this, they travel. The defense, as it's always said, defense will travel, and this defense will travel. And they're just letting Hodges kind of wing it. The only team I would say they're going to have a problem with is the same team that everybody's going to have a problem with. Yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. As, they're, long, they're, as, they're, yeah. as long as Lamar stays healthy. Lamar's healthy. That's gonna. That's, that's the team to beat. I, I don't. I don't see anyone who who's going to beat them because they already they shook the Patriots. They shook the Niners. They beat the Texans like they owe them money. Right. Um, Seattle in Seattle. I think they got the Saints this week. No, they're playing the Jets. Oh, right. They're playing the Yeah, they, if you're they, in a championship game, fantasy championship this weekend, and you have any Raven offensive player, I put them in. I don't care if it's a fourth string tight end, start them, because they're going to just steamroll the Jets. It, it's it's – because they, they, they've had some soft spots because they have – I mean, they have Cincinnati on their schedule twice. So they have some soft spots. But they've also they've also cleared some teams. They, they beat the Seahawks. Yeah, in Seattle. I just in Seattle. Yeah, that's not easy. They beat the Steelers once already. They're going to face the Brown, the Jets, the Browns, and the Steelers. Yeah, they could be it, just it's, three more wins on the way to the playoffs. They beat the Bills. Yeah. And the Bill, you, you can't shake your stick on the Bills this year. Because the Bills took the Patriots pretty good. They're not getting gimme games. They cleaned out the Rams three weeks ago. They made them look stupid. Cleaned them out. Made them look stupid. After they cleaned out the Texans, they just they went to to, to L.A. and cleaned out the, the Rams. The week after the bye week, which before that, they beat the Patriots soundly. Right. So And the Bengals, but Bengals are the Bengals. I and, you know... Uh, it's just, it's just there. And I know we got off. We're talking about the coach of the year. Yeah. And we got off on a tangent, and I, I get it. Um, it's just they, they, they seem to be destined to be in the Super Bowl, and I don't know who's going to beat them in the Super Bowl. I think if they stay healthy, I don't think anyone. It's going to. It might take Kansas City at their very best offensively to hang with them, but but how many injuries is how many injuries can Patrick Mahomes? Sustain. No, he's fine. I'm just saying, you you put you pile them all together. That's not a pretty defense. No, I mean he he as far as any uh, lower body injuries to Mahomes when he seemed fine the other day, and his hand was fine. He can sit there and you know whatever. Like, well, he actually to be fair to him, he wasn't the one complaining. Right? No, he wasn't. It was reported. Yeah, and that's it. I just don't think I don't see that KC defense stopping the. Well, they don't have to when the offense can score in eight seconds. But I'll just say this. I think back to the coaches, one last thing. If whoever gets that last wild card spot, yeah, whether it be Pittsburgh or Tennessee, it will be either Mike Tomlin or Mike Vrabel yeah. who win coach of the year because Vrabel deserves recognition too for being smart enough to take the future of the franchise, right? Um, the future of the franchise, supposedly Marcus Mariota, putting in Tannehill, 
and that team is rolling. Tannehill is playing like an inspired player. He's uh, that's a whole another conversation. We have something else to talk about. I will. But, I, I want to put this caveat. Does it make a difference? Does it does it add to Vrabel's resume if he wins the division? Because they're they're neck they're they have, same, they have the same record as Houston. It's just tiebreakers, right? Of course it does. So even if Tomlin makes the playoffs, yeah, because Tomlin's not going to win the division. No. Okay. I mean, well, let me say the team with a better record, I think, should get coach of the year. Because they both went through a lot of controversy and a lot of obstacles and had a lot of things in their way. I, and they've both come out and played and played, yeah. <laughs> they both come out and, and coached very well and made some I'm going to take Mason Rudolph out and put Devlin Hodges in. That's a ballsy move. It's a ballsy move and it paid off. Future of the franchise, Marcus Mariota, the guy, you know. Yeah, they're not you know, they're still paying him on his rookie contract, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Thankfully for them. This is their, this is his fifth year. Yeah, thankfully so for them that make the mistake of an extension because he can walk after the year and they yeah. can pay Tannehill. But we're going to let him – we're going to put him on the bench and we're going to bring Tannehill in. Yeah. Another ballsy move, and it paid off all yeah, big did. time. That that offense is rolling. I just think you have to classify that division, which looked so strong in the beginning of the season. Indianapolis is choking, and Houston is just peeing down there. They're road. everywhere. Well, well yeah, well – it's a good transition. Why? Well, because, you know, we had a couple, you know, we put down here teams. for, you know, third topic. Who had a bigger choke job this weekend? Houston. Texans or the Panthers. Make no mistake about the score of that Houston-Denver game. That was only close because of garbage time. Right. And it actually was a 14-point game. It wasn't even really all that close. But it was only even that close because of garbage time. The Broncos beat the doors off of Houston. A Houston team that looks like world beaters last week against the Patriots. Who is this Houston team? I don't know. I don't think they know. I don't know what they're doing. It's you can look so good against the Patriots. Here's here's a here's a little nugget. Chris, did they play in in Denver? No. No, they didn't. No. Did they play in New England last week? No. So they've been home the past two weeks. Yeah. So they got up for the Patriots. And guess what? Well, As, I mean, statistically, the Broncos' defense is better than the Patriots. Oh, no, they're not. Well, what what happened? Letdown. Huge letdown. Yeah. They got so up for that Patriots game that the when it came time to play the next game, they were, I don't know. They had, apparently, they thought they'd already won the Super Bowl. I don't know. I mean, this is it's a kind of a gimme topic to go with. It's just going with the Texans. I threw the Panthers in there because I thought they were going to Try to play for their jobs? No, apparently not. Apparently, apparently they're okay. I mean, one person's one person on that team has their job next year, guaranteed right now. Yeah, McCaffrey. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know you put you you put down Houston and Denver, and then Carolina and, uh, losing to Atlanta. Carolina losing wasn't. I mean, they weren't. I just thought I they know, they've I been thought so they shaky were, all year. I thought they were going to show up. After their coach oh, got fired. I did too. And they were going to say, you're wrong on what you did, and we're going to play for our jobs. No, no, no. Panthers have lost two. The only reason I thought it was, you know, a no-brainer for me, that Houston was the bigger letdown, just Carolina's been up and down all year. Is I, I don't know now if Kyle Allen's the answer. I don't maybe, think so. Yeah. Maybe it's just second year, because he's technically he's 
a rookie essentially as far as playing wise, but he's this is his second year. Uh, Cam Newton's I, clearly yeah. out. Yeah, they're already looking for apparently trades. He's out. You know, potential trades for him in the offseason. So you're going to go with Kyle Allen. It might get ugly. It might get ugly real quick. And I think we brought this up before. Does CMC at some point force his way or just say, "Yeah, I'm not signing. I'm not signing a contract extension. I'm going to play out my fifth year and go somewhere else." But I just to get back on the Texans, it's just what what is going on? You lose to the Panthers. You, you, you lost a, a close game against the Colts. I'll give you that one. You, you got cleaned out by the, uh, the cleaned out by the Ravens. Understandable. Who, who hasn't been? A lot of people. Lately, who yeah. hasn't been? You won a close game with the Colts, and then you won another close game with the Patriots. Now you're trending. You're trending up, and unfortunately, you have another team behind you trending up in the Tex- in the Titans. So I get it. You're battling. Patriots are battling too. Seahawks and the the Niners are battling for the division lead. And then you go, you have the Broncos come in, who are, I don't want to say reeling, but they're not doing great. They're no, trying to see really if they're, consistent. they're trying to see if their rookie rookie quarterback can make it. And you do that. Yeah, this Drew Locke coming in. This is a second start, right? This is yeah, second start. Second career start going in to Houston. the Houston team. That looked dominating. I know what this final score was, but they looked dominant against the Patriots the other day for three and a half yeah. quarters. And that game was only close because the defense let up because they knew they it was They let over. it up and it almost. Almost. A, a onside, if that onside kick was two inches lower, Brandon Bolden's got it. We have a discussion. I don't know what the end result would have yeah. been. But we have a discussion. But the rea- the reality of it is though is if that if that Houston defense had kept playing the entire that that as well as they played the yeah. first three and a half quarters, the rest of that fourth quarter, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have even been that close. And here's gonna be but, the problem. And here's gonna be. And I'll leave it on this, or I'll 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 hit it back to you on this. They have the Titans two games last three weeks. That's gonna be interesting. Very interesting. You gonna show up? It depends which which Texans team shows up. And then they have the Buccaneers in between. Who have been... But they can murder... They can For some reason, they can murder your defense by putting up 40, 50 points. I mean, they can also put up just 17 or 20. Yeah, Jameis James will throw four interceptions, but he'll also throw for 350 and four touchdowns. So, and it's not a gimme for Houston. It's a home game. The last game is a home game. Are, do you, are you confident that the Texans won't piss down their leg? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I... After the way I saw him play against the Patriots, I would have said, absolutely, that's a dangerous team. That's a team that learned their lesson, can compete with Baltimore, can right, compete right. with Kansas City. Absolutely. And what I saw him go in there and just just get, I mean, manhandled by Denver. And you have a team that can go, oh, my God, he, they, they can they can beat the Patriots. And, 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 and wow, it looks like they're they're really trending up, and maybe they can compete with the, maybe they can compete with the uh, Baltimore Ravens and, and uh, give them a game. But no, no, not, not from no. what we saw Sunday. You you lose it, att- and you can lose games. I'm not saying you can't lose games. It, what happens? What, what are you going to say if the Patriots go out this weekend and lose twenty eight to twenty to the Cincinnati Bengals? 
I'd say they probably should have taken more of the sideline footage so they know what the what the defense was going to do. Or the better angles. Yeah, better angles. But it, it, it's – you can't – you have – we've said this before. You can only play the teams on your schedule. But you have to beat the teams that are not good. Absolutely. That just – if you're in the Jets and you want to be a perennial playoff team, you can't lose to two winless teams. Baltimore can go out there and they can beat Seattle in Seattle. They can beat New England. They can beat Houston. And what did they, and what did they do to Cincinnati? Right, they cleaned them out. But if that's what I'm saying, if they went to Cincinnati and all of a sudden it's a competitive game, it's like, whoa, what's the story with this team here? But they you didn't. Know? They didn't. They went and cleaned them right. out. Right. So the Patriots have to go and clean them out, just just like the Ravens do, to make sure. Even though it's a gimme game, it's a win. It should be a win. It should be. You you have to go out there and and if you have an upper echelon team with an upper echelon defense and you can say suspect offense but your defense should put the hammer down on that offense uh the Bengals offense you don't do that stuff you can't be considered as a favorite so houston performing like they did against the denver broncos with yeah their their running game is non-existent for the most part you can say what you still want to say about philip Lindsay. I picked Philip him. Lindsay's a good player. I, I picked him at least two or three times for tank, and guess what? Check mark. Yeah, no, he's a good player. John picked him this week. Check mark. I, I wouldn't mean, mind Philip Lindsay on my team at all. They have ta- they have talent, but you're the Texans. You want to be considered one of the upper echelon teams. You go out there and you perform. And unfortunately, Deshaun's done this a couple times this year, and DeAndre Hopkins. Came out after the game last game, spouting off how he got double covered and he still got production. Where were you this weekend? Yeah. You, you got to do more if your team is, is behind. That entire team is a mystery to me. I mean, we'll see. I mean, for them, for me, by far, biggest letdown of the week. And I want to say one thing when you're talking about how the Patriots need to go in there and, 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 and clean out Cincinnati. Yeah. I just imagine – given the events of the last week, how yeah. mad and fired up those seven Bengals fans in the stands are going to be at the Patriots. Oh, man, it's you, you're probably going to almost be able to hear booing. But And I'll I'll say this. Just looking at the Titans' schedule, they did lose 16 to nothing to Denver, but it was in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. The Titans are on a four-game winning streak, and they beat the Chiefs, handled, handled the Jaguars, which, again – you should have. Yep, absolutely. Handled the Colts, and very comfortably handled the Raiders. You're trending upwards. Your offense is trending upwards. You have, as your point, Tannehill, playing like he wants a contract extension. Yes. Players, Derrick Henry, acting like he wants a contract extension. If I'm going to put money, which I'm probably not going to, because I don't, you know I don't believe to. in either one of these teams. Yeah, you know you're not going to. I'm not going to. Cause yeah. If I were, and I, week 15, three games left, I'll put my money on Titans winning the division over that sorry team from Houston because they don't show me any kind of consistency. A Mike Rabel-led team – is consistently putting in four quarters each and every week. Yeah, 100%. And that's why I said if they end up with a better record, he's coach of the year. So, 
And just as a point, they lost 16 nothing to the Broncos. They lost 14 to 7 to the Bills. They lost 20 to 7 to the Jaguars in week three when they had Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, and when the Titans had Marcus Mariota at right. quarterback. And they lost 19 to 17 to the Colts week two of the season. And the Panthers, they lost 30 to 10. I see the worst was the 16 to nothing. And I always give that caveat it's in Denver. So. They're producing each and every week on the field. Whether they lose or win, they're producing consistent football. Yes. And that's what you want, and you want this. You want four-game winning streak going deep into December, and now you're, you can win your division by beating the Titans, the Texans two of the next three weeks. Well, I think with that, it's going to wrap it up. Thank you very much for listening. Please let us know what you think of the episode or just our opinions in general. Whether it's our Banker Tanks, Game of the Week, mm-hmm. our Spygate Quotations 2.0, or our Coach of the Year debate, or anything else you want to talk about with us, good or bad, we're always interested in hearing what you have to say. And Ben, how can they do that? So they can go on Facebook, uh, Ben and Chris Talk Football, um, where we do our polls and our Banker Tank uh, posts, which will be posted Friday. So just a reminder. We're going to throw that challenge out again. I'll remind you on the next episode. We're going to throw that challenge out again, so get ready. Uh, You can go on Twitter, BenChrisTalkFO1. And you can go on Instagram, uh, where we do videos and posts there. Uh, Ben underscore Chris Talk Football. All right, guys. Until next time, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you right back here Friday morning. Thank you.